everyone, welcome to the MyWim Life Show, where we use wisdom, humor, inspiration, and motivation to help you go after the life you want. Every week we are interviewing uh, a business person or entrepreneur that is succeeding in their field so that you can garner wisdom from all of their experiences. This week we've got my friend Tina Angel. Uh, she and I have done a couple of businesses together and worked together in professional capacities and I can't wait to share some of what she has learned with all of you. So Tina, tell everyone a little bit about who you are. Well, I <laughs> there's so much, where do I start? Let me put it in a nutshell for you. Right. Um, a native Nevadan, moved up here in 2002 to go to BSU. Um, got a degree in science, didn't do much with it. Uh, had my third child, partway through my BSU career, so I kind of switched gears. Um, got married a few years later, got divorced, was going to school again for a bachelor's degree in nutrition, so I needed a job that I thought was you know, fairly easy while I was taking online courses, so I started painting for a guy that had been in the business for 30 plus years. He retired a couple years later, and I already had my degree, but I thought, eh, I'll give painting a shot, so kind of started my own business. It's been a lot of word of mouth referrals. Um, gosh, when was that, 2012, 20, so eight, nine years ago, nine yep. years. And it's, I mean, gained momentum. I've had a subcontract with guys over the years when my business gets slow. Haven't really grasped the whole marketing concept. I'm more of the visionary and the doer person. I, I don't do the steps in between unless I'm <laughs> handheld and taught how to do that. And so I worked for a guy for about three years. Um, my business was growing as I was working for him. So I eventually had to cut ties because, you know, of course to him, his came first and to me, mine came first. And it was it was, it was a lot of butting heads towards the end, so I was, I need to grow mine, and that was that, and joined a B&I group in August of 2019. Um, 2020, yeah, 2020 was kind of a blip. <laughs> what year are we in? And yeah, it's been growing ever since. I have one employee now. Um, I, I want to essentially have three, possibly four, so I don't have to do all the legwork. Mm -hmm. I guess legwork on the job, legwork out of the job is what I want to do. The marketing and the finding clients and all of the things and show up a little bit, put a little bit of paint on things. But yeah, so it's it's going great. So that's me in a very big nutshell. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> so we talked a little bit uh, before the show about, you know, my degree in graphic design and I didn't really use a, a whole lot of it uh, for the intent and purpose. Um, but I definitely, definitely have been able to use that in different capacities through all of my all of my experiences in my businesses since then. Have you found any, you know, use for the skills that you learned in college in what you're doing now? Has that translated at all for you? Um like science and nutrition is a whole lot different than construction. So yeah. not so much, but I did spend a summer as a personal trainer. So I utilized my nutrition degree. Um, with the science I was going for ultrasound. So I had the anatomy and physiology, so learning how the body works, all the things. Like I'm very, very passionate about body work and fitness and nutrition and stuff like that. But 
to work in that field, I guess, yeah. wasn't my forte. I would rather just live in it, exist yeah. in it, help people with it. But I think for me, when it became it became a job and it became having to push people to do it, it wasn't fun anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, meh. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely empathize with that because as a coach myself, trying to, you know, you can always bring the horse to water. You can't, can't make, make it them drink. drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, that that's definitely um, a hard pill to swallow when mm -hmm. you are super passionate and you know exactly what to do to make that transition happen for them and yet they aren't willing to take the steps. Yeah, so I definitely it. can Why understand. don't you listening to me? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's like having kids, but they're like grown-up kids and they're not your kids, so you can't really right. boss them. You and can't boss them. You kind of can, they pay you too, but you can't really, you can't force them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I yeah. definitely, definitely understand that. So what about paint was something that you were like, I think I could do this. So, um, funny that you bring up graphic design because I had gone to the Colorado Institute of Art for graphic design, but all we did was draw and technical rendering and skeletons and I didn't want to do that. And so I wanted to put the color on things. So yeah. I'm kind of full circle now. Um, when I started painting for this guy, it's because I thought it was an easy job. Mm -hmm. I needed something that was fairly simple so I could concentrate on my studies. And then as I got more into it, I was like, oh, it's, it's, for me, it's rewarding because going into a house and someone's like, I hate this color. I don't want to do this. I hate painting. I will do it for you. And then I make it pretty. And then they're like, I love it. Thank you. I did that. <laughs> so it is actually very rewarding. Um, it's very physical. Like I've done a ton of office jobs and I quite honestly hate them. I don't like sitting behind a computer forever. Um, but I mean, when I got into it, I never thought about having my own painting business. I was just working for someone while I got a degree and then right. he retired and I thought, eh, it's not so hard. Mind you, I had never done the business side of it. So it is a lot more challenging on the business side, but again, not, I mean, it's not nuclear fission or something, you know, it's right. not, it's not, it can be difficult for all you that want to start a painting company. Don't do it. <laughs> it can be difficult, but it is rewarding. Right. I mean, I, I really enjoy getting to see all the different homes and getting to meet all the different people. And I'm never in the same place for more than a week or two, depending on how big the job is. So yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. How was yeah. it getting into that business that is, you know, on the construction side, those jobs are primarily male dominant. So as a woman, how was that getting into that side of the business? You know, having grown up on a farm, I feel like I'm a little tougher than your average city girl or like office job girl. And I just needed more variety as I went along like I guess reflecting on the jobs I've had a lot of jobs in my past a lot um, if they didn't work with me on my schedule or I couldn't get time off to volunteer my kids school or take care of me I would just quit yeah. that's kind of how my my jobs have gone so knowing that I could run my own business set my own hours do my own thing was rewarding um, doing it with a lot of men um, you gotta have a backbone. You gotta show them that you're not gonna take crap from them, basically. Can I say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm very flirtatious by nature, so I've had to tone that down a lot. Yeah. Um, I can use it to my advantage when I need to, I won't lie. Like, if something's too heavy, can you just bring that pain in for me? Thanks. Can you put that ladder up over there? Thanks. You know, yeah. so that kind of thing. Uh, but you, you also just go in with a very professional mindset. Yeah. You know, just go in, show them who's running the show. I, I, I get <laughs> big cojones, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I run the show when I walk into the job site. And 
it's fun walking up and they don't know that I'm the boss or that I'm in charge. Yeah. And I get all these looks like, what does this chick do at work site? Um, but it, it, so that, that entertains me. Yeah. When guys don't know that I'm the person that's in charge, the painting person, I should say, not the GC. Sure. That's always fun. Yeah. So there's, there, are, there are benefits and drawbacks just like any job, I think. Sure. Absolutely. So when, you know, obviously working in a business versus running the business are two very different things and require a very different mindset as far mm-hmm. as schedules and, you know, getting up in the morning. Like, how was that transition for you? Have you always been a self-motivated, driven person? Um, yes and no. It depends on what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, having been a single parent most of my kids' lives, like I was married for a few years in there, but for the most part, been a single parent. So having to get them up, get them ready for school, get them out the door, um, help them with homework, help them with all the stuff, get them to sport, do all of the things for the kids on my own. I've had to be their motivation and also my own. Yeah. Um, so when that comes to business. I mean, yeah, there's some days I just don't want to get out of bed. And I'll lay on my phone, like, what do I have to do? Oh my gosh, I have to be at this job in 30 minutes, you know? Because yeah. um, I didn't have employees for the longest time. And so I'm the one doing the, the work and running the business and getting the business, I guess. Right. Um, so having, having my employee now, he is absolutely invaluable. I know I can send him to a job, he will be there. I can show up in a few hours or not show up that day at all if I have another job that I'm working on. Like, yeah. It, it's absolutely invaluable having an employee. Yeah. And you gotta have the right one. Yeah. I had two last year and I had to let one go. Painting just wasn't her thing. It's yeah. not for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. But it, I mean, I think having your own business, you have to be a self starter. You have to be intrinsically, internally motivated. Yeah. No one's gonna do that for you. No, no. one's gonna tell you, do you need, I mean, yeah. No one you is know. there to pull him, pull you out of bed and yeah. say, Okay, get on your schedule. You have to do the things. Yeah, you know. But the customers will leave if you're not, or mm-hmm. you won't. You won't have a business if you're not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think part of that is really kind of setting some standards and routines in your own life to make yeah. sure that you are staying consistent. Um, do you have any set morning routines or evening routines or anything that you do that really grounds you so that you can continue to be successful and motivated? So morning routine, again, with kids in school, mm-hmm. it's always, I mean, sleeping in for me is six thirty, seven o'clock. Yeah. You know, you can lay in bed, but you're not sleeping past that. Right. <laughs> so with the kids in school, like my oldest two are graduated out of the house. They, they moved out. My son is a junior this year. So he's pretty much self-motivated. You know, I don't really, every once in a while, wake up, are you up? Yes, I'm up. <laughs> but for me, um, my morning routine over the past few years has been the gym. Mm-hmm. If I don't go in the morning, I won't go in the afternoon. Um, just started in January working with a trainer, gonna do a bodybuilding competition this summer. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm at the gym with him. Uh, Tuesday's my day off. I have my B&I meetings every Tuesday morning. Yeah. Thursday and Saturday, I'm at the gym in the morning. Um, Sunday's kind of my relax and breathe and decompress day. Yeah. So, and then I mean, from the gym, it's getting stuff ready for work and getting to work. And in the evening, I don't really have a routine. Depending on the day, there's social activities, or I get to stay home and work on bids, or hang out with my kids, or babysit the grandkids, or yeah. yeah. So 
there's really no routine in the evening, so I'm I'm a very much a morning person, and I don't drink caffeine. Could you imagine me on caffeine? No, no, no. Mm -mm. no. Nope. I'll drink all the coffee for you. Because you leave can't it have any. I cannot have coffee. It's bad. Me and coffee is bad. It's very bad. <laughs> me and any caffeine. It's not a good idea. No. At all. Nope. Mm. Okay. We won't be grabbing a clean energy drink anytime soon. No, I'm good with water. Good, good. That's mm, water and me are we're not good friends, but that's okay. That's a that's a show for another time. I mean, like my mom says, there's water and coffee, right? There you go. Oh, whatever. That's, that's how I feel about it. You uh, so outside of painting, obviously, you've got a very full personal life with kids and grandkids and all of that as well. Uh, what are some of the hobbies that you like to take advantage of when you're not working? I'm not working. What is that? <laughs> oh, on Sunday. <laughs> so my life. I know. What does that look like, Wendy? <laughs> Donut. You're talking to the wrong girl. Wrong girl. <laughs> that one day a week, maybe Netflix and chill with myself. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, and, and that's probably what it is. You know. Um. No, so I have three grandbabies now that are just my heart. They're so much more fun than kids, let me tell you. <laughs> um, usually on my days off, if my girls get wind that I'm not working, uh, then I'm babysitting. Yeah. And it's way fun to spend all the money on the grandbabies because then my kids will, why aren't you buying me stuff? You're grown. I spent right. all the money on you when you were young. Now it's all the grandbabies now. Yes. And in the summer, I love paddleboarding. That's kind of become my new fun thing. So... Um, I do meetup stuff. The meetup groups, you know, last year nobody's really active in anything. Right. There's a couple meetup groups that are fairly active. So hiking, like hiked yeah. Mount Bora with my sister last year. That was oh, uh, fun. Huge Hard. feat, but yes, yes. <laughs> She's an extremist and she pulls me into her extreme things and I'm like, but what if I die? She's like, you won't die. Right. <laughs> but you'll be able to brag about it. I'm like, but if I die? She's like, you're not going to die. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, so Climb Mount Bora did a lot of hiking. Looking forward to that this summer. Um, kind of a gym rat, I won't lie. I love lifting heavy things and putting them down. Good. It's fun for me. Um, what else? I, I like being outside in the summer. Anything yeah. outside. The meetup groups do a lot of like barbecues or social gatherings or gatherings at bars just to socialize. Like I'm right. very much a social butterfly. If I'm home by myself too much, I tend to get really depressed. I'm, I'm a people person for sure. I'm not an introvert. Yeah. My introvert time is at night when I'm sleeping. Right. And then I'm done. And, and then, then the I next day, all I need the people. all of the people for all of the energy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. What about any habits that you have gotten into that you feel like fuel your success? Um, good habits, bad habits. Um, you know? <laughs> bad habits probably been on my phone way too much, but I have to, um, a lot of, a lot, probably 80% of my business is word of mouth referral. Mm -hmm. So all day, every day text messages, hey, can I get a bid? Or yeah. phone calls or Facebook. Someone gave me your number. Someone gave me your name. I need a bid. And, you know, okay, okay, okay. And you have to always be there for the customer. Right. That's who makes your business. You know, if you're not, you don't have a business. So bad habit being on my phone. Also, while I'm, like, on the job working, answering calls or getting back to people with texts. And you, you have to keep that pipeline going. Right, right. And that's why I want to get another employee or two so I right. don't have to do that every day. Cause yeah. Once you're focused on one thing and then you're like, oh, oh, but what was, oh, but, 
And it, it yeah. creates breaks in your brain. Like, we're all going to end up with Alzheimer's and dementia because we can't focus on one thing for more than five seconds. Right. I swear, it's going to be true. Yeah. But it definitely, like, I get it. It's all about leverage. There was, yeah. there was definitely a point about two years ago that I recognized that my business was never going to go any further because I was literally out of hours in the day. There was mm-hmm. just only so much that I could do. I couldn't yeah. service all of the people that I wanted to. Um, and it took me a, a couple of tries, but uh, I have found an amazing assistant that helps me with so much of that. And my awesome. entire life and business has grown exponentially with that. That's so awesome. I definitely understand and can really appreciate uh, leverage through other people. I mean, any, any person uh, that has seen success will say, you can't do it alone. Um, so, I mean, you could start the path. You can yep. get a little ways, but yep. but yeah. you definitely can't get where you ultimately want to be without other people. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, tell me a little bit about how people can get a hold of you if they need painting. Well, see my phone number. Do you want me to give my phone number? That's totally up to you. I don't know. <laughs> you go on my Facebook page, Perfect 10 Painting. My phone number's on there. Perfect. Um, I mean, if I throw it out there now, people aren't going to remember anyway. So go to my <laughs> Facebook page. I have a Google page, uh, Perfect 10 Paint or Painting. Mm-hmm. One of the two. Um, those two, phone number, email, perfect10paint at gmail.com. But I mean... Texting is probably the easiest. Perfect. Um, B&I, they can always come to the B&I meeting. My group meets Tuesdays, Tuesday mornings, 8 to 9.30. You should come back and visit us next week, too. Hey. (laughs) So, yeah, those are probably the best ways to get a hold of me. Fantastic. And we will absolutely put all of your contact information in the show notes so that people have an easy way to get a hold of you. Yeah. So, for my last question, how do you (laughs) give back? How do I give back to customers, the community, my family, what? Just in general, like, what is your give back opportunity where you feel like you are benefiting the community or whatever? I don't know. What I might think is being beneficial to people, I don't know if they would think of it as. You know what I mean? So it's all kind of perspective, I guess. Totally. It's 100% perspective, which is why I asked the question. Yeah. Because it's so interesting to me what people see that as. Some, you know, some are very, you know, time, talent, or treasure. Some people are, this is my heart, and this is how I give back. And I just love to, to get people thinking about how they interact with the community and what their impact is, which is why I asked the question. Gosh, that's a tough one. Um, I guess in some ways, like, so B&I has become a huge part of it, and it's all about giver's game. Mm-hmm. And it's all about referrals. Mm-hmm. So when I'm at a customer's house, I'm usually at the, kind of towards the middle or the end of the scope. You know, it's already been bought, it's already been expected, it's all the things. So I try to get people in there, help my other contractors. You know, you need flooring or you need baseboards replaced or you need whatever you need. You know, you need a kitchen demo, you need stuff installed, you need walls, but whatever. I try to get my other contractors kind of in there and in doing so help the customer as well. So they don't have to, 
scroll online or you know take their chances with someone they've never heard of and potentially get a really shoddy job. Look at me yeah. using my big words instead of cuss words. <laughs> <laughs> this is a challenge, Wendy. <laughs> um, so I do that like with my people, with my customers and my contractors because I have a lot of contractors that give me work. Yeah. So I try to give back to them as much as I can. Yeah. Um, as far as in the community, I think I always try to find the silver lining in everything. Yeah. And so you can just be having like the most downtrodden day. Everything's going wrong. But let me help you find that silver lining. You know what yeah. I mean? What can I do for you? You let me know. Um, and, and, and this just recently happened and this made me happy in social circles. So I, I, I threw a lot of like, uh, we'll call them social gatherings because party's a bad word these days. Right. <laughs> we do a lot of social gatherings and a couple people have reached out to me to do some for them. So they're like, oh, you do such a great job. And can you do this part, like put on a birthday party or, you know, do a barbecue or whatever. And I'm like, I would love to. So the fact that they see value in my social gatherings. Yeah. Bringing people together, getting people out of their house, making connections. I really, really enjoy that. That's, I guess that would, I don't know if I'd call that a hobby, but it's kind of a passion of mine. Yeah, doing little passion projects. Social gatherings. Yeah, I've been told I should be a party planner as far as like <laughs> themes, decorations, whatnot. I really, really enjoy it. That's awesome. Um, as far as the family, I mean, babysitting, you know. Of course. Free babysitting for grandbabies is always good. Right. For oh you God, and good. the grandbabies and the parents. Yes, <laughs> you know, it's a win-win-win situation. Yeah, so, I mean, those are the things that come to mind off the top of my head. I love it. I yes. love it. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully other people see value in what I do, you know. Yeah. That's all we can help. We can't force them. Like, you need to understand what I'm doing for you. I'm doing <laughs> all the good things for you. We can't. No, it doesn't work that way. No. And ultimately, it really doesn't matter. It matters how you feel about what you're doing. Right. To get back, so... I feel good about it. I feel like we could all always do more. Always. But we can only do as much as our schedule will allow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming and chatting with me yeah. and sharing your wisdom with all of my people. Yeah. So, it was fun. Yeah. It was I very know. fun. We will talk to you soon. Yes. Awesome. Yay. Thank you so much for tuning in to the My Wim Life Show today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the goodness.